You're listening to L-Town Radio, the Livingston Library Podcast. There's practically no limit to what you can learn and see when you belong to the Livingston Library. From science and technology to grants and genealogy, our library is virtually an information galaxy. This library is yours and this library. Hello and welcome to another episode of L-Town Radio, the Livingston Public Library podcast. This is our episode for August 2020. My name is Joe and I thank you kindly for tuning in. In this month's episode, Jessica will discuss our upcoming online lecture, Conmarie Method for Peace During Uncertain Times. Katie suggests some great grilling cookbooks. Anna talks about how to participate in our Youth Services Summer Reading Program. Gina shares how much fun she's been having while teaching her adventure in watercolor class. Archana discusses forthcoming programs such as demystifying trees and anxiety in the time of COVID and the Real Housewives of New Jersey, early American women in their kitchen gardens. But first, I'd like to talk a bit about being back in the office. See, here at the Livingston Library, while our building currently remains closed to the public, Our staff has officially returned to our offices, as perhaps many of you have for your jobs as well. If you haven't already heard, we are now open for contactless pickup, which you can read more about on our website, livingstonlibrary.org. Speaking of while you're on the website, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter if you haven't already. That's where we'll let you know as soon as possible with any updates regarding when and how we may reopen to the public when the time comes. And on our site, you can also find links to our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter feeds, which also have a wealth of useful information. Anyway, once we started going back to the office, the head of our adult services department, Katie, whom you'll hear from later in this episode, she said something to me that I've always been very happy to hear from my workplace supervisors, which is, Joe, if you want to listen to some music while you're in the office, please feel free. One thing you should know about me, I love music very deeply in all its many shapes and sizes, and naturally, I love listening to music while I work, not just because of the enjoyment I get from the music itself, but for a number of other reasons. Personally, I don't generally prefer to work in silence if I don't have to. In fact, I often find it easier to concentrate when there's music filling the space where dead air would usually be especially if I have to do a lot of repetitive tasks for a while, like processing new books, and it helps pass the time more quickly, too. And if I'm doing something that requires a little more thought and creativity, I also find that music helps to stimulate my mind. So, anyway, uh, the very same day that Katie said it was cool to play music during work, I began compiling lists of music that would be ideal for the office, One thing I did was create a Spotify playlist called Librarian's Office, which has a diverse and ever-growing group of tracks that could shuffle on throughout the workday, because playlists are perfect when you want a little variety, which I often do. At other times, though, I'm in the mood to put on a specific album and just let it play all the way through. 
Now, when choosing music to play in the office, whether it's a playlist of individual tracks or an entire album, obviously the music you choose has to be suitable for work, or if you're working from home but have children around, suitable for little ears. So what makes for ideal office music? Well, exploring this question can be kind of like chiseling a sculpture. It might help to start out by chipping away big chunks of what doesn't belong first. Obviously, the lyrical content should be appropriate. No vulgar language, no violent or hateful or otherwise problematic sentiments. And of course, the music itself should be conducive to an agreeable and productive work environment. That means nothing too loud, too aggressive, or atonal, or experimental, or depressing. So while I might enjoy cranking up stuff by, say, Captain Beefheart, or Cardi B, or System of a Down, while on my own time, I probably wouldn't want to hear any of those artists while hard at work, and I certainly wouldn't subject my coworkers to it either. At this point, what kind of music do we have left? We have music that's fairly pleasant and mellow, but still lively enough to keep everyone's energy and spirits up. Um, we have music that can be easily tuned out if necessary, but still interesting enough to inspire you mentally should you choose to listen to it more actively. And with that in mind, I've compiled a list of some of my personal favorite Office albums, all of which you can stream or temporarily download for free on Hoopla with your Livingston Library card. And I'm going to share that list of albums with you throughout this episode, starting with a brand new album called That's How Rumors Get Started by a fantastic singer-songwriter named Margot Price. I started listening to Margot Price about four years ago when she released her debut album called Midwest Farmer's Daughter through Jack White's Third Man Records label. Since then, she's been making very poignant and intelligent and emotionally rich music rooted in country, folk, and southern rock, much like other artists I dig, like Chris Stapleton, Casey Musgraves, and Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill Simpson also co-produced Price's latest album, which has many of the same kinds of wonderful things you can hear on her previous records, but with some extra helpings of rock in the tradition of artists like Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty. Some of the tracks on That's How Rumors Get Started are ballads, and there's a fair share of heartache and other sad things, but Margot Price is always careful to avoid too much sentimentality, and often quick to alleviate any pain with some sneaky wit, much like her friend and influence the late John Prine. Again, that album is called That's How Rumors Get Started. The artist is Margot Price, M-A-R-G-O-P-R-I-C-E. That album is out under Loma Vista Recordings, and you can temporarily download it and stream it for free on hoopladigital.com using your Livingston Library card. Another album that came out recently that I really enjoy listening to at work and is actually a, a big hit with other staff members of the Livingston Public Library is called The Slow Rush, an album that came out earlier this year 
by Tame Impala. Tame Impala is the project of Australian musician Kevin Parker, and The Slow Rush is a lushly textured album that manages to be both chill and exhilarating, an album you can really immerse yourself in and swim around in, yet it also has the immediate accessibility of great pop music if you'd rather let it hover behind you as it rolls out all its giant juicy hooks. Now I'm going to share some more of my favorite Office albums with you later in this episode, but first... I'd like to take a quick break and turn things over to my coworker Jessica, who's going to talk about our upcoming online lecture, Comrie Method for Peace During Uncertain Times. Jessica? Hello, L-Town Radio listeners. My name is Jessica, and I'm an adult services and acquisitions librarian here at the Livingston Public Library. I am super excited because not only did the Livingston Public Library begin resuming services to you with contactless pickup, but we've also been working on planning virtual programs through Zoom. I don't know about all of you, but I really missed hosting programs in the program room and being able to interact with the public. We have so many programs planned and more coming, but I'd like to talk about one in particular planned for August 5th at 7 p.m. On August 5th, we will be hosting Marie Method for Peace During Uncertain Times. This lecture-style workshop will be presented by local professional organizer Cassidy Nicello. Nicello is certified in the Marie Method, made famous through the books by Marie Kondo, books that you could borrow from the Livingston Library. The method focuses on keeping items that give you joy and discarding and letting go of those that don't. In this workshop, Nacella will show us how to create a multifunctional home that can bring your family both peace and flexibility. This program will take place on Zoom, and you must register for it. You can register on the library's website, www.livingstonlibrary.org, and the day before the program, information on how to access the Zoom program will be emailed to you. Now, this isn't on Zoom, but it's also really exciting. If you missed the Livingston Public Library's Pinterest-inspired crafts, where you were able to get crafty in an informal and relaxed environment with the Livingston Public Library librarians, you're in luck. During July, we restarted this program as a take-home craft, where you can register for supplies and instructions. Supplies were picked up through contactless pickup, and the instructions included a link to a fun video tutorial. Our August craft will be making paper flowers, and registration opens on August 3rd. I hope to see you at one of these virtual programs. See you next time. Bye. Thank you, Jessica. Some more of our librarians will join us later on to talk about other great programs and resources available to Livingston Library cardholders. But first, I have another favorite Office album I'd like to share. This one is by one of my all-time super favorite top five bands, R.E.M., Now, my favorite album of R.E.M.'s is undoubtedly 1992's Automatic for the People, but that one is pretty heavy on melancholy, not to mention death, so most of the songs on that album might be too much of a bummer during office time. R.E.M.'s albums from the early and mid-80s, however, such as Life's Rich Pageant, are perfect. The music is bouncy and jangly without being too overpowering or too slight, thanks to the interplay between Peter Buck's guitar, Mike Mills' bass, Bill Berry's drums, and singer Michael Stipe's melodies. It also helps that Stipe's lyrics can be tough to decipher. Sometimes when I'm working, I don't want to be too distracted by a song's lyrics, and at those times, 
I'll listen to instrumental music or music with lyrics in a language that I don't understand. And while Michael Stipe was technically singing in English back in the 80s, he tended to sing his lyrics in a very mumbled stream of consciousness style, like someone talking in their sleep. Uh, Again, that album is called Life's Rich Pageant, which you can hear for free on Hoopla with your Livingston Library card, along with nearly every other album R.A.M. has to offer. Now I'll have some more great Office albums to recommend in just a few moments, but first I want to take another short break and turn things over this time to Katie, the head of our Adult Services and Acquisitions Department. And now that grilling season is in full swing, Katie has some grilling cookbooks available on Hoopla and Overdrive Libby that she'd like to recommend. Katie? While summer is usually the most popular time to get out and enjoy the great outdoors, this year it's even more important after coming off months of being inside because of quarantine. Why not take advantage of some of the great cookbook ideas available through Hoopla and Libby, free with your Livingston Library card, to enjoy the summer while grilling and chilling? Here are some options for a variety of diets, whether it be paleo, vegetarianism, or pescatarianism. Enjoy books on flavorful marinades, delicious desserts, and smoked meats. So get out there and start grilling. First, we have Grilling with Veggies by Stephen Reichlin. Just say no to boiling or steaming. Whether it's a mushroom, a potato, zucchini, or an eggplant, that veggie belongs on a grill. And in Grilling with Veggies, Stephen Reichlin teaches you how to grill it perfectly every time. There's also Fish Grilled and Smoked by John Manikowski. Learn the best recipe for walleye, the subtlest way to smoke tuna, and a foolproof method for grilling bluefish. Master chef and fisherman John Manikowski presents 150 flavorful recipes for grilling and smoking freshwater and saltwater fish. There's the Williams-Sonoma Grill Master by Fred Thompson. Head outside, fire up the grill, and earn the title of Grill Master among your friends and family with this ultimate grilling companion. For people interested in paleo, there's Paleo Grilling by Tony Federico and James William Phelan. Embracing the paleo movement is about getting back to basics, eating food in its most simple, unprocessed form, just like our ancestors. And what is more basic than cooking meat over a fire? In addition, there's plank grilling, 75 recipes for infusing food with flavor using wood planks by Dina Gillen and Rena Jordan. Use alder, hickory, maple, and cedar grilling planks for grilling fish or get creative and make the perfect wood-fired pizza, this versatile cookbook. From America's Test Kitchen, we have the complete summer cookbook. Beat the heat with 500 recipes that make the most of summer's bounty, which includes salads and desserts, the perfect companion to your grilled feast. And finally, if you're looking for a way just to kick up the flavor of whatever you're making, the Best Little Marinades Cookbook, by Karen Adler, offers a variety of homemade marinades, pastes, and rubs that add signature flavors before the meat is cooked. Memphis rib rub and rosemary Dijon paste are just a few that add distinction and depth. I hope this inspires you to get out and grill. And remember, if you create anything using these cookbooks, don't forget to tag us at L-Town Library on whatever social media site you use. Thank you, Katie. 
Before we get back to the office albums, I want to turn it over to Anna, the head of our youth services department, who's going to tell us about the summer reading program. Anna? This is Anna, head of youth services at the Livingston Public Library. Summer is here and the summer reading challenge is heating up at the library. To date, we have over 400 children registered who are reading and completing challenges. If you haven't already, register now for our Imagine Your Story Summer Reading Challenge. The program runs until August 16th and children can complete all four levels at their own pace. There is even a program for toddlers and newborns called Read to Me. Our teen summer reading game is also going strong with nearly 100 active participants who are reading, completing challenges, and discussing books virtually on the summer game platform. Registration is still open for grades six to 12. For every level children and teens complete, they are entered into raffles to win $25 gift certificates to the Livingston business of their choice. That's right, you get to choose. The only requirement is that the business have a location in Livingston. Children and teens can complete the summer reading challenges at their own pace by reading and completing challenges, so there is still time to sign up. And we want your drawings, stories, and pictures of you reading for the summer reading challenge. If you want your child's writing or drawing challenges from the summer reading challenge featured on the library's social media, email Livy Youth, that's L-I-V-I-Y-O-U-T-H, at livingston.buckles, spelled B-C-C-L-S, dot O-R-G. You can also submit pictures of your child or family reading. Thank you, Anna. I'm so happy to see so many children are still signing up for summer reading this summer. Uh, so I have another office album that I'd like to talk about. And first, I'll say that the 90s was absolutely my favorite musical decade, probably because that's the decade when I was a teenager. And one of my favorite 90s albums is Corner Shops When I Was Born for the Seventh Time. I think what makes this a great office album is how it's got a great mix of loungy sitar-infused jams and groovy, catchy alternative rock including Brimful of Asha, which, for my money, is one of the most delightful songs ever recorded. A song that, after nearly 25 years, I can still listen to on repeat over and over and over before I tire of it. All right, I have two more albums that I want to recommend for you. But first, I'm going to turn it over to Archana, who's going to tell us about some more of the virtual programs that the Livingston Public Library has lined up for the month of August. Archana? Hello, Livingston Library patrons. This is Archana Chiplunkar, Adult Services and Acquisitions Librarian, and I'm here to share with you some exciting virtual library programs that are coming your way in the month of August. I would like to start with a small poem entitled Trees by Joyce Kilmer. And that will definitely give you an indication of the topic of the first program I want to talk about. Okay, here's the poem. I think that I shall never see a poem lovely as a tree, a tree whose hungry mouth is pressed against the earth's sweet flowing breast, a tree that looks at God all day and lifts her leafy arms to pray, a tree that may in summer wear 
a nest of robins in her hair, upon whose bosom snow has lain, who intimately lives with rain. Poems are made by fools like me, but only God can make a tree. Yes, our first program has to do with trees. We all love trees. Uh, we enjoy sitting and watching at the trees in our backyard. But do we really know what trees are in our backyard and front yard? Well, New Jersey Audubon is here to help us with that question. They're presenting a program on Thursday, August 6th, starting at 11 a.m., called Demystifying Trees. Identify the trees in your yard. They will show you the basics of tree classification, the first step to identifying a tree, and some common native trees. Now, walking under a shady canopy of trees is one of the most relaxing activities you can take part in. And this leads me on to one of the second programs I want to talk about. It has to do with anxiety in the time of COVID. Now, as we all know, the pandemic has had a major effect on mental health. Both healthcare workers and the general public all are experiencing heightened levels of anxiety and stress. We're all worried about the health of ourselves and of our loved ones, along with financial and job uncertainties. Also, social distancing and quarantining can help all of us feel isolated and lonely and is adding to our anxiety levels. On Monday, August 10th, starting at 3 p.m., in this presentation, organized in partnership with ACAP, which is the Academy of Clinical and Applied Psychoanalysis, who are located right here in Livingston, they will explore issues as they relate to managing anxiety during the COVID-19 pandemic. Psychoanalyst Dr. Lilisol Kane will offer supportive strategies and coping techniques to help individuals and families deal with their anxiety and manage their mental health. And then lastly, coming up on August 18th, we have a program entitled The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Now, lest you get the wrong impression, let me tell you this has nothing to do with the reality television series of the same name. This program has to do with early American women and their kitchen gardens. It is presented by Leslie Parnes, a garden historian, who's going to take us back to the colonial era to introduce the original real housewives and their kitchen gardens, which fed, healed, and clothed early American families. Growing plants, both Native American and from their homelands, these women turned their soup pots into the melting pot that is America. So this is going to be an engaging presentation and definitely something to look forward to on Tuesday, August 18th, starting at 11 a.m. Now, all these presentations, the three of them which I spoke about, uh, that is demystifying trees, August 6th, Thursday at 11 a.m., anxiety in the time of COVID, August 10th, Monday at 3 p.m., and real housewives, August 18th, Tuesday at 11 a.m., are all going to be available via Zoom. Registration is required, and you can do that from the Livingston Library's website. Registered attendees will receive information on how to connect to the Zoom chat the day before the event. So hope to see you all, or some of you, for most or all of our programs in the Zoom chat rooms in August. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you, Archana.
and I have two more Office albums that I want to recommend. And before I get into those, I should say that my favorite city on earth is New Orleans because of its cuisine, because of its people and its festive and resilient spirit, but mainly because of its music. And at work, I tend to play a ton of music by artists from that great city, like Irma Thomas. Her voice is gorgeous and glorious and deeply soulful, whether she's singing the blues or about being happily in love. Hoopla has an album called Straight From The Soul, which contains 24 of Irma Thomas's finest recordings, including what's probably her most famous song, Time Is On My Side, which was made even more famous by none other than the Rolling Stones. Again, that's Irma Thomas, Irma with an I. The album is called Straight From The Soul, and it's available on Hoopla to Livingston Library cardholders. Finally, the artist I've been playing most at the office lately has probably been New Orleans' own Antoine Fats Domino. I mean, just about everybody who's heard the music of Fats Domino loves it. It's the perfect blend of boogie-woogie, rock and roll, and R&B, and even when he sings about feeling miserable and heartbroken, the laid-back, carefree joy his music evokes is utterly infectious, in the best possible way, of course, and I hope you'll pardon me for using that word at this time. Anyway, on Hoopla you can check out an excellent Office album called Walking to New Orleans, which has over an hour of Fats Domino tracks, including classics like Blueberry Hill, Ain't That a Shame, and My Blue Heaven. All right, that's it for my Office album recommendations. But before we wrap up this month's episode, let's hear from Gina, one of our youth services librarians, who's going to talk about how much fun she had this summer teaching her Adventure with Watercolor virtual art class. Gina? Hi, everyone. It's Gina, youth services librarian, and I wanted to let you know about all of the fun that I've been having while teaching the Adventure with Watercolor class for children in fourth, fifth, and sixth grades this summer. So let's back up a little so I can tell you how this class came about. As the story goes, I was prepared to teach in person this summer, and due to the pandemic and the library being closed, of course, I wasn't able to. However, I was able to make a few adjustments and was thrilled to be able to offer the class virtually on Zoom. And I created supply bags for each of the 31 children registered. And the bags contained watercolor paint set and brush, an extra brush, and watercolor paper. The bags were picked up using the library's contactless pickup procedures so all of the students had their supplies at home and we have been meeting each week virtually and the class has been an adventure in itself. Over the weeks, the young artists have learned various watercolor techniques such as color mixing, painting wet on dry, wet on wet, we've done washes and graduated washes and layering and so much more. We've learned to make flowers, sunsets, mountains and my favorite lesson so far the watermelon. I also started making videos of the lessons in real time, and if you're interested, you can find those lessons on the library's YouTube channel. Some of the students' artwork has been displayed on our social media accounts, and I also plan to create a virtual art show to share with the library community once our class is over. 
because I think what they are creating just needs to be shared. The kids are so great. The students range in all abilities. Some have not tried painting with watercolors before and drawing, coloring, drawing or coloring wasn't really their thing. And you should see the beautiful work these kids are creating. And then I also have those who are so talented, they could probably be teaching the class themselves. But the best part is that each child can work at their own pace and design their work to reflect their own styles. And everyone supports each other. It's a super fun time. I've received numerous messages from parents too, letting me know how much they appreciate the class. And it means so much that the parents take the time out to let me know how happy they are that their children are learning and having fun. And well, of course, it's always nice to be appreciated. Going forward, I plan on teaching an art from home class in August. So check the library's calendar for the details. It is a DIY pottery class where I will teach you how to create our own air dry clay using everyday materials you probably have in your kitchen right now. And although the class is designed for children, all ages are welcome. So I hope to see you there. Thank you. Thank you, Gina. And on that heartwarming note, we're going to wrap up this month's episode of L-Town Radio. Thanks again to Jessica, Katie, Anna, Archana, and Gina for all your lovely contributions. Thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. And I hope you are inspired to sign up for one of our virtual programs coming in August. Don't forget to keep in touch by following us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And remember, you can always listen and subscribe to this very podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And while you're at it, won't you sign up for our newsletter, which you can do on our website, livingstonlibrary.org. That'll keep you up to date on all our upcoming programs and give you all the information you need about our contactless pickup service. And it'll make you among the first to know when we will finally reopen our doors to the public. It may be sooner than you think. In the meantime... Stay safe and be kind to each other out there, babies. <laughs>